3, I'm so excited about the word that God has for us today. I thought, I thought that we were going to conclude our series, It's Turnaround Time, last week. Easter was going to be the culmination and the pinnacle of this series on turning around because, well, it is still turnaround time. But the Holy Spirit just whispered to me, I've got one more thing that I want to turn around in this turnaround season, and it is our anatomy. Turning our physical bodies around. Acts chapter 3, we see, starting with verse 1, how a lame man's anatomy was turned around. Now Peter, verse 1 starts, and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, which is the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, all his life, was carried, whom they laid daily. You might want to underline daily, circle daily. Daily they laid him at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple, who Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, Look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Rise up and walk. And he took him by the, the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately, the Bible says, his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to this lame man. Father, thank you for your word. We ask God that today you would prick our hearts, Lord. Captivate our thinking today. Let us learn of you. We come to you with humility today. We come to you with a, an eagerness to be changed by your word. Touch the hearts. Speak to, through the ears, Lord, and have your way through this message today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can you imagine with me the life of this lame beggar? Every day the same, same routine with the same results. Carried and laid day after day after day after day. Begging for alms, trying to just survive. I mean, let's face it, how else is he going to survive? He doesn't have the ability to work as other men. He's lame, can't walk. He was so lame so that he could not work as other men do to earn a living. But he did what he could. But one day, everything changed. 
One day was different from all the other days. One day, this lame beggar had a turnaround in his body. Everything turned around for him, including his physical body. Church, I believe this is just one more area that God wants to turn around in this church. It is the area of physical healing. How many would say today, Pastor, I need healing? How many need healing from the Lord today? Physical healing, I believe, is going to, to occur in this very room today. Now, folks, you need to understand, today's message is two parts. Part number one will be preached today, this morning. And it is helps in the healing process. There are actually things that we can do to help in the healing process. That's what I found with this lame man. But there are also things that might hinder your healing. Oh, God, show us, reveal to us these areas that we may be involved in, participating in, that are actually hindering the healing process. You don't want to miss tonight. I'm going to bring that word, hindrances to the healing process. But this morning, I want us to look at the helps in the healing process. I'm giving you an acrostic today, HEAL, H-E-A-L. And in this acrostic, I believe there are four keys in the lame man's healing, four keys in your healing. Let's look at this. First of all, H. H stands for hope. What a great commodity, hope. And if you've ever been without hope, you know exactly what I'm talking about this morning. To live a life without hope. How tragic. How awful is that? Hopelessness. But this man somehow, I believe, had what it takes. He had hope. Why else is he going to go through the motions day after day after day? This man had hope for help. Okay? Now, he wasn't going to the temple. Sadly, he was not going to the temple in hopes of being healed. I think there's plenty of people like that today. They're coming to the, the house of God, but they, they're not really hoping in healing. Maybe it's because they've, they've had the ailment for so long without seeing the end result. They've just given up hope. This man, somehow, he had hope for help. Verse number 2, a certain lame man that was lame from his mother's womb was carried whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of those who entered the temple. I'm trying to think as he might have thought, getting up in the morning, they're going to take me there again. I'm going to beg for alms and somebody is going to help me. He would look past those who walked by him and didn't help him, which I've I would think would be the majority. Probably the majority of the people that were going to the temple disregarded the lame man. Then there's also a portion of people that came to the temple. They saw him clearly, but they were annoyed by him. Can I preach to you for a few minutes right here? 
I mean, look at the sight of him. There he is laying in the entrance. We can't even get in because we got to walk over him. We got to walk around him. He's hollering out, disrespecting, whatever. I mean, they're more annoyed by him. But there always were some that he would hope in. Somebody's coming that cares. Somebody's coming with compassion. And I believe every day he would get some of the help that he needed because he was at the temple. God, let it be so for those who come to this place, this holy and sacred place, your temple. May they come hoping for help. He was hoping for money, but he got healed instead. I want you today, folks, to let your hope out. Dare to hope today. Hope in our healer. Pastor Moses, I appreciate you leading that great chorus. I believe you're my healer. I believe nothing is impossible. Nothing is too hard. Hallelujah. Hope today in healing. Hope today that God will heal you because God is our healer. I'm not a healer. I, I have no ability to heal. All I do is follow the instructions, simple instructions given in the Word of God that I can anoint with oil and lay my hands on someone that is, that is sick and pray a prayer of faith. But I understand fully it is God that heals. I cannot do that. But I know that He does because God is our healer. Would someone say amen this morning? Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse number 17 says, For I will restore health to you, and I will heal you of your wounds, says the Lord. Psalm 32, Psalm 30 and verse 2 says, O Lord my God, I cried out to you, and you healed me. Psalm 103, verses 1 through 3 tell us, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgives all of your iniquities. And what else does He do, church? He heals all your disease. Hope in God today. Hope in our healer today, because God is still in the healing business. God is our healer. And he still wants to heal today. He still heals today. Some have hoped in healing for another day, a day gone by. Maybe he healed in Bible times, but he doesn't heal today. There are denominations that believe that. They just don't pray for healing because they don't really believe it's for today. It was for another day gone by, and it's for a day in our future when we get to heaven. Because you all know the ultimate healing comes when we get to heaven. Disease is forbidden to come into heaven. There'll be no sickness, the Bible tells us. There'll be no disease. There'll be no illness and no pain in heaven. And so we can get excited about that one day in the future. Or we can get excited and hope about how they got healing in the past. But we somehow here in the, in the here and in now, we stopped hoping in healing. Not believing that God wants to heal today. God is our healer. He still heals today. And let me just say one more thing before I move on. God wants you healed. 
See, we got to hope that he wants me healed. I think sometimes we hope in, in your healing. I can hope in your healing. I can pray for your healing, but then we don't hope in our own healing. I want you today to hope in your own healing. Dare to let out your hope and believe that God is your healer and he actually wants you healed. He wants you whole right now, today, not in some day coming. I believe God wants you whole today so you can be more effective for him without limitation, without hindrance. I love this in Matthew chapter 8, verses 2 and 3. It says, Behold, a leper came and worshipped Jesus, saying, Lord, if you are willing... You could make me clean. Look what Jesus said in verse number 3. Jesus put out his hand and he touched this, this leper and he said, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately, the Bible says, the leprosy was cleansed. What a line, what a sentence. Jesus saying, I am willing. You have to see in your, your mind's eye. God wants you healed. God is willing, Jesus is willing that you be healed. Let your hope out today. Follow that hope with an expectation. E stands for expect. The lame man was asking for help. And look at what it says again in verse 2. This certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried and laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. Oh, I went too far. Sorry, we're going to verse number 5. Bring up verse number 5 for me. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. He gave them his attention, Peter and John, and he was expecting to receive from them. Now he thought, I hit the jackpot right here right? He's hearing all the, the Vegas bells go off in his mind. Ding, ding, ding. Hit the jackpot. I don't gamble, by the way. I just heard about that. I really don't gamble. <laughs> I hit the jackpot here. They're going to give me something. Woo-hoo-hoo! I'm so glad they carried me today. I'm so glad they laid me here today. I thought I was going to get something, and I'm going to get something. He was expecting. He was hoping as they dressed him and as they, they helped him and carried him and laid him. I'm expecting, I'm, expect, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. And now that, that he's laying there, he's looking in expectation. Right? Expecting to receive something. You may be here today and say, I'm really not worthy to receive healing from God. Some people are so beat down. They feel like the disease they have, the ailment they have, the struggle they have, they deserve it. And they're not worthy to receive any healing. And you know what? You may be right. You may not be worthy to receive healing. I'm not. But I qualify. See, there's a difference. My mentor, one of my mentors, Pastor Jerry McCamey, said this a number of years ago, and I, it, just, it just embedded itself in my heart and in my mind. People talking about, I'm not worthy to receive God's blessing. 
I'm not worthy to be healed by God. I'm not worthy for God to provide this, that, and the other. He said, yeah, but you qualify. I am a prime candidate for God to heal. You are a perfect, qualified candidate for God to heal. Throw that nonsense about being worthy out the window right now. You qualify for God's healing. And you need to come to the temple, as the lame man did, expecting. He was expecting to receive something from God or from others. He was expecting to receive. He didn't know what he was about to get. But still, there was an expectation. I want you, those who need healing, I want you to come to the house of God thinking and expecting and praying, what if this is the day that God completes the healing that he began? Because I believe that when you prayed the first time, God heard you and started a process of healing. Healing, by definition, folks, takes time. You cut your finger. It's just going to, over time, begin to heal. That's how God knit us together. That's how God made us. There is the miraculous that God does right now, and it's, it's, complete, it's started and completed all in the same instance. And then there's healing. God says, I'm touching, I'm breathing, I'm doing this. And then slowly and over time, God will complete it. Expect that the completion could come today. Remember, it is turnaround time. And as we asked before, why not you? Why not now? Somebody say, why not me? Why not now? Let your hope out today. Expect your miracle, expect your breakthrough, expect your healing. Then we need to ask. A stands for ask. Here it is, verse number 2. This certain lame man that was lame from his mother's womb was carried. They laid him daily at the gate, beautiful. To what? To ask. Look at the last line. They laid him there so he could open up his mouth and ask. He was asking for money. He was asking for alms. But the point is, folks, we need to start asking God. We need to open our mouths and ask God. James 4.2 says, You do not have because why? You didn't ask. Have you stopped asking? Have you just decided you're going to live with this? Not asking anymore, because I asked three times last month, and God didn't heal me. I didn't see it completed. So I'm frustrated, and I'm mad, and I'm hurt, and I'm disappointed, and I'm not going to ask anymore, because I don't want to get disappointed, and I don't want to get hurt anymore, so I just, I'm going I'm to bottle it all in. That's where we get, folks, and we stop asking. We stop asking. You have not because you ask not. Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 and 8 says, Ask, oh, come on now, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone, get this, everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, what happens? Woo! 
Ready to open up your mouth today and start asking God for some things? Asking God for your healing? Asking God for help? And don't stop asking. Now some may want to debate this with me, saying that if you ask more than once, that shows a lack of faith. I personally don't believe that because I I think every time I ask, even if it's for the same thing, my faith is actually bolstered. My faith is built up. It's a reminder to me that God is, is in the process of doing it. Not that, God, I'm not asking you today because I don't think you heard me yesterday. I'm asking you again and I'm giving you thanks as I wait for the answer. Keep on asking Him. I love this passage of Scripture in Matthew chapter 15, which supports what I'm asking you to do today, which is keep asking. It's in chapter 15 of Matthew, verse 21. Jesus went out from there and He departed to a region called Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman from Canaan came from that region, and she cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, because my daughter is severely demon-possessed. Look at what Jesus said to her, verse 23. But Jesus answered her, Not a word. So his disciples came, and they urged him, saying, Get her out of here. Send her away. She's bothering us. She's crying out after us and after you, and she's loud and obnoxious. Get her out of here. Send her away. But Jesus answered and said, I wasn't sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came back. Get this. And this time she worshipped him. And she said, Lord, help me. And Jesus answered and said, It's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. How many of y'all think that might offend somebody? Mm -hmm. What'd she do? She pressed in even further. She said, Yes, Lord. I love her response. Yes, Lord, but even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. She was persistent. If she was a dog, she was a bulldog. Because she latched on to Jesus and she wasn't about to let him go. He's in my crosshairs. He's in my sight. He's in my reach. And I'm not about to leave here until I get what I need from him. She could have been offended when he didn't say anything to her. The Bible says he answered her not a word. She could have said, what's all the the hubbub about this guy? Everybody's talking about him. He won't even give me the time of day. He wouldn't even speak to me. But he was speaking to her. The answer he was giving her was silence. And we don't like when God answers us with silence. But know today that God is speaking even when he says not a word. He's wanting to know if you'll just wait and listen a little longer. He's waiting to see if you'll just let your roots go down deep and you'll just be still and wait on Him. You better know that silence is God speaking. He spoke to this woman when He spoke in silence. 
She could have been offended and packed up her things and said, forget it, I'll just go somewhere else. But she pressed in. She asked again and she said, well, this time I'm going to worship him and I'm going to call him Lord. It's important, church, that we actually worship Jesus before we ask him for things. We worship him. He taught us how to pray, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And then we start petitioning. Then we start asking, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Give us this day. We start asking for our petitions, but we better be sure that first and foremost we're blessing the Lord, we're worshiping the Lord, we're thanking the Lord. This is the pattern that has been set before us. This woman, secondly, she stepped in and she began to worship him and she asked him again, Lord, help me. Then Jesus answered, but it wasn't the answer that she wanted to hear. How many times do we give up when he answers us in a way that we didn't want to hear? It's not the answer I wanted. That's what he did. He answered her. I didn't come but for the house of Israel. I came for the Jewish people, he's saying. He's actually just making a point in teaching us something here. And then he says, well, it's not right to give the, the bread, the children's bread. Healing is the children's bread. It's not right to give that to the dogs. Now, she could have really been offended right there. How dare you? How dare you call me a dog? But what did she do? She stayed right in there, bulldog faith. I might be a dog, I'm a bulldog. Yes, Lord, but even the little dogs under the table get to eat the crumbs. That is so great, that is so powerful, and that to me tells us just keep on asking. Keep on knocking. Keep on seeking. You are this close to the completion of your healing, of your breakthrough. What if you gave up? And this is the day that God wanted to complete it. Hallelujah. Finally, folks, and we are going to pray for those who need healing today. L. Mm. Somebody might just want to stand up and leap right now. I don't know. Anybody feeling that? There you go. Mm. Mm. See, this is the problem. Three people stood and leaped. Three people stood and leaped up. Because we aren't comfortable at this stage, with this step. So I want to get up in front of everybody and... Why? I mean, really, why? Are you physically not able to do that? Well, maybe that's probably, okay, come on now, leap up. Go ahead, Jim. Leap up, leap up, leap out. See, this is about stepping out in faith and doing something that you couldn't do before. So he, verse 8, leaping up. Ha <laughs> ha! Leaping up. He stood for the first time walking, and he entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. The Bible says that as Peter took his hand and helped him up, 
immediately strength began to come into his ankles and into his feet. A new experience for this man. From his mother's womb, he had never stood, he had never walked, he had never been able to leap and jump. The first place he walked, I'm going to the temple. I've been outside the temple long enough. I'm walking into the temple of God. Hallelujah. I like that it said walking, leaping, and praising God. And let me just drop something into your spirit right here concerning these three steps that he took. Walking. Walking to me, folks, just signifies consistency. Come on, say consistency. Consistency. You just walk, right? You got to walk before you can run. You got to get your strength. You just got to learn to walk. Consistency. Walking. Not very exciting. Walking, right? That's not the leap. That's just walking. Folks, we need some consistency in our lives. We need a whole lot more consistency in our lives. Walking with God. How is your walk? Walking signifies consistency. To bolster and strengthen the consistency of your walk, you've got to get into the Word so the Word can get into you. And you've got to have a disciplined, faithful, devotional time. Prayer and the Word. Prayer and the Word. Prayer and the Word. I came back from district council last week. We had our minister's district council. It was really, really great. There's some good, good things ahead for Southern California District of the Assemblies of God. I, I'm very hopeful and I'm very excited about our future as a denomination. And we do have a lot of work ahead of us as well. We had to vote and so they provided us with uh, Fobs, like a key fob, and it had one through one through nine, and you know we were going to vote just to expedite things, and it was so successful, it was so wonderful. But they had a series of about ten questions beforehand, just so we could get used to this voting mechanism. One of the questions that grieved me and alarmed me: this was our district council of the ministers. I, I want you to see this and hear this. One question that was asked was, do you have a daily devotional time? Is your devotional time uh, A, daily, B, two to three times a week, uh, C, once a week, and then, I don't know, there's, there's about five options. Those were the top three. Daily, two or three times a week, and once a week, and then there was other and something else. Then they're going to put up the statistics. And I think, if I remember right, the statistic on every day was 60%. Does that sound right? It was 60%. 60% of the Assemblies of God ministers in the Southern California District. Only 60% have a devotional time that is every day. I, I, I wanted to revote. You know, please vote that again. It can't be so. That, there has to be an error in that. 
I'm talking about your walk right now. If you will just have consistency in your walk. He went from walking, and it says walking and leaping. Leaping, to me, signifies stepping out in faith, doing something that you, you couldn't do, exercising your faith. And it also suggests joy, because I believe the man had some joy. I've never walked in my life. I've never been able to stand. I've never had any strength in my ankle or in my feet and all at once. So we need to have joy in the journey, folks. Joy will give you strength. Joy is always, always a twofer. You get joy and you get two things, right? You get joy and you get strength because the joy of the Lord is my... Come on, everybody. Hallelujah, we need to have a little bit more joy in the journey and joy in the waiting process. Walking, leaping, praising God. This is just a heart of thanksgiving, a heart of gratitude. While you're waiting on God to complete the healing in your body, you can always reflect and look back and see what God has done before. I think sometimes we get so focused on what we want Him to do right now, and maybe the pain is blurring. I understand. I've been in chronic pain. I do understand what it is. It may blur our ability to be thankful. But I want you to muster that today. You've got to dig deep today. And you can thank God for past victories and breakthroughs. And I believe it will give you the strength that you need to thank Him for what He's about to do. Thank Him for what He's in the process of doing. Thank Him that He hasn't abandoned you or forsaken you. Thank Him that today may be the day that it's all completed. Hope in God, your healer. Expect your healing today. Open your mouth and ask Him for it. And leap out in faith today. Let your faith be strengthened and exercised. I want you to bow your heads all over this room. Jesus, we thank you that there's healing provided through your blood. And you have healed us many, many times. And I believe that today you are also going to display and demonstrate your ability to heal. If you need healing in your body, I want you to slip out from where you are and I want you just to come and stand across this front. You know, the Bible is very clear. The emotion came after he was healed, I, I believe, when he was walking and leaping and praising God. But the actual process of healing, ushers help me just push these altars up. We've got a lot of people that need healing today. Let's make some room for everybody. The actual process of, of, of him praying for healing 
Not a lot of emotion uh, suggested there in our scripture. He just said, look at me. He gave him his attention, expecting to receive something. Peter and John said, now, you need to understand something, John. I don't have silver and gold. I don't have any money for you. But what I do have, I offer that to you. I give that to you. In the name of Jesus. My Lord, I feel healing. My hands are hot right now. Hallelujah. I felt an, an anointing just settle on me right there. In the name of Jesus, he said, rise and be healed. And I believe the same ability is available to us today. I'm going to come through the elders and pastors and I. We are going to, there's so many here, but we're going to lay hands on everybody. Everybody's getting prayed for today. Folks, if you're out there and you need to get to lunch or you have some other appointment, you are dismissed and we are thankful that you came today. I want to invite you back tonight because we're going to pray for healing for some others. I want you to go find those who are, are assisted in wheelchairs. I want you to find those who are walking with walkers and crutches. Uh, I want you to find the cases that the doctors have said we've done all that we can do. Get them in this house tonight. We're going to pray for them and believe God to heal them as well. And we're also going to let the Holy Spirit shine His light on our lives to show if in fact there might be something that we're doing that might hinder the process of healing. We're talking about helps this morning. We're going to look at hindrances tonight. I'm going to pray for these people. You can stay. Please do if you can. But if not, we totally understand. Have a great day, and we'll see you back here tonight. Ushers, elders, pastors, are you ready? When I get to you, I want to hear you say out loud what you want prayer for, what you want healing for. I want you to ask God. Today is about asking and receiving. So I want, when I get to you, you ask God. God, I need you to heal me of migraine headaches, whatever it might be. All I'm going to do is just simply come in agreement with you. And we are going to declare and decree healing in your body. Is anybody ready to be healed today? I believe, I believe that you're my healer. Come on and lift up your hands all over this room and just begin to worship him. Begin to bless him. Come on and praise. Praise him right now. Praise him. Oh, we believe God. We believe, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe, Lord. I believe. I believe that you're my portion. I believe you're more than
Open the eyes of the blind. There's no 
Stay. 